Radio 14 KMH Allen Marshall in time for our campus update program this morning from Southwest Minnesota State University in Marshall. Bill Mulso is with us from the university this morning. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Heath. Hey, thanks for coming by. A beautiful day. Love this fall weather, huh? You can't ask for anything better. <laughs> Until tomorrow, anyway. Uh, yeah, the uh, cold and the wind are coming, but uh, we're glad that that's, that's why one of the big selling points of Southwest you can walk from one end of campus to the other. You don't ever have to go outside, right? Only if you want to. Only if you want to. That's right. Well, we've got a busy show here this morning and a couple of guests in studio with us today, which we're excited about. Yeah, we're excited to welcome in uh, Nadine Purvis-Smith and Sheila Tabaka from our theater department. It's uh, that time of year where the fall is really getting rolling and they're they're going to do some something unique this fall so we thought we'd get them on to talk about that today all right very good well both frequent guests on the program so we're excited to see some frequent uh, flyers here today how are you guys yeah good thanks good yeah you bet and she will have you pull that microphone a little closer to you on that one Mm -hmm. uh certainly excited for another season of uh, theater at southwest which we'll talk about Uh, but first off uh, let's introduce yourselves tell us a little bit about your roles inside of the department at Southwest, if you would. Nadine, we'll start with you. Sure. Um, I am the producer for the theater season, okay. uh, the program coordinator for the academic side of the of theater. I direct shows each year, teach the acting classes, uh, directing script analysis, a part of theater history, LEP 101 for first year students. Uh, theater appreciation a few other things i've been at smsu since 2004 okay all right very good and sheila how about you um i've been here since 1998 and i teach uh, costume history and design and construction and makeup i teach the first part of theater history one and i teach lep 101 and which is our freshman seminar class and film and television appreciation and theater appreciation and spend a lot of time in the basement costume <laughs> shop. that's right that costume <laughs> shop that's probably a home away from home uh, for yeah, you, or, or the home or home okay send her mail there uh yeah well it's great uh, we're glad to have both of you as uh, such seasons parts of the uh, theater department at southwest to Tell us a little bit about what you're doing. And, and every year is pretty exciting. I'm sure that uh, there's a lot of planning the year prior that goes into what you're doing now this year. Tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah, well, we start uh, in the spring semester talking about what our season's going to be for the upcoming year. We usually start probably about February or so chatting about things and uh, tossing around ideas. We're looking for a combo of things that will let our students Uh, pick up a variety of skills, let our student audiences see a variety of shows, as well as our community audience, because we have lots of folks from around Southwest Minnesota who come see our shows. And um, and so we start to narrow things down, finally make our final decisions in April um, for the following school year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we, uh, Nadine and I direct, and then we have a guest director come in, but we, the two of us, like very different kinds of shows and very different kind of theater, which is sure. great for the students because we don't have to try to figure it out. We already know that we each have a different kind of um, forte, and so that really helps, and I think it, it is good for our students. I was going to say, the variety is the spice of life uh, oh, yeah. theory, theory there, that you know you kind of get a little bit of everything mm-hmm. where uh, you come to Southwest. That's one of the things that students say when they come here and are participants in the theater department is, the experiences that they get that they're right in the thick of things right away but also just the diversity of things mm-hmm. too yeah yeah we need them i mean and, and i think the shows that we pick give them a a wide range of things that they can do whether it's acting or backstage or whatever 
Yeah, I also think, uh, I think sometimes people think that all we do over in the theater program is play and pretend, but <laughs> but really what we do is is project management, like sure. over and over again. Um, every year, several times a year, we take something, we work as a collaborative team and we take something from an idea on paper to a finished product on deadline, mm-hmm. on budget. And we do that over and over, <laughs> which yeah. is pretty transferable skill yeah. in almost any uh, profession. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's theater or not. That uh, certainly is one of those things that you can use uh, in any facet of life. So uh, you've been planning, you've been plotting, and now you're ready to go for the season. And you've already been working on it here for a couple of months. Tell us a little bit about uh, what's happening in uh, you're number 55 in Yes, our 55th season. Which isn't ar- that old at all. No, not, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> it's a great age. Um, and we've been around since, because we've been around since SMSU was founded. So also the 55th year for mm-hmm. SMSU. And um, so we're doing something a little bit unusual for the first round of shows, which is that we're running two shows in what we call a rep, meaning that we're alternating performances of them. So we have uh, a modern show called The Taming, which was is loosely inspired by the Shakespeare play, The Taming of the Shrew, sure. both comedies. And we thought it would be an interesting experience for our students and for us to do that, to run two shows in rep. So we have essentially been uh, rehearsing and prepping two shows in the same amount of space that we normally have for one show. Um, and we do have some overlap with uh, uh, several students and a couple of faculty working on both of those productions at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that something you've done before? Or is this the first time we've tried something like this? It's the first time I believe it's been done during the school year. Yeah. Way okay. back in the day, there was a summer mm-hmm. uh, summer theater mm-hmm. program that I think did some things mm-hmm. in rep. But for the school year, it's kind of a new thing mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so many summer theater jobs like run shows that way. So we thought it would be good for our students to get some experience doing that. Yeah. And we have a lot of our shows overlap. So we have rehearsals of several different shows, but we have never done two sure. shows running at the same time. So when you have limited facilities, how does that work from a set standpoint? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, our, our third faculty member, Tata Askland, um, who's in her second year here at SMSU, and we're so glad to have her. She, uh, when we first started talking about this idea, we were talking about because of the space that we have available and the people that we have available and the uh, financial resources we have available, that it would be necessary for these two shows to be able to be performed in the same um, basic set structure. So, so we have one, um, kind of uh, the key elements of the set to stay the same from show to show, but there are small things that get added in or taken out to, to customize the set for the two different productions. Okay. And so you're doing the taming, mm-hmm. but you're also doing... The Taming of the Shrew. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's kind of fun that way. Yes. And both comedies, and we hope that audiences will be able to see both because they do kind of uh, connect to each other in some really fun and unexpected ways, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. So uh, that was on purpose then that that happens that way. But uh, talk a little bit about, maybe give us a synopsis of each, maybe start with The Taming of the Shrew first okay. and uh, then we'll go over to The Taming. Yeah, so Taming of the Shrew is one of Shakespeare's most popular comedies and uh, some people might know the modern uh, film adaptation of it, 10 Things I Hate About You. So to sort of the classic story of um, uh, two people who really dislike each other strongly when they first meet, but one of them decides to win over the other. Um, and so it's the story of that process. There's also a, a, a bigger story about a dad who has two daughters and one of them 
everyone wants to marry and the other one is the is the shrew of the title sure. who is and meets Petruchio, the main male lead of the show and uh, that's the couple who kind of butts heads at first and eventually uh well let's just say there's a there's a uh, Happy ending, yeah. <laughs> a satisfactory ending. There we yeah. go. Uh, and then, do you want to hear about the taming? Sure, too? Yeah, absolutely. so the taming uh, takes that idea of what's it like when people butt heads and how counterproductive that is, right? Um, and so, in in this story, uh, and by the way, both are done in modern settings, so even though okay. Taming of the Shrew is, is Shakespeare, we're doing it in, in today. Um, and so, in the taming, uh, a Miss America contestant, Miss Georgia, uh, really wants to be president one day, but she knows in order for that to happen, everybody who's butting heads right now and not getting anything done needs to find a way to to work together and make progress. So she kidnaps, essentially, uh, uh, an aide to a conservative Republican senator and a liberal activist blogger. She locks them in a hotel room together, and she says, you two need to find a way to work together. <laughs> um, and, with, and also with her uh, to help uh, the U.S. live up to its founding ideals. So it's very funny, very timely. There's some awesome costumes. <laughs> There will be. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very fun. Yeah, that's a, that must be a relatively new play. It then. is. Yeah, it was actually written uh, about seven years ago, but it's actually probably even more timely right. now than it was then. Yeah. You mean people don't get along? <laughs> what? Oh, no. lives in La La Land. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's a, it sounds like an interesting way to do it. I'm really excited to see both of these shows. Uh, let's talk about uh, casting for both of these, of course, uh, with you know, two different shows. Are you using cast members in both or how does that work? Well, we have one cast member who, who actually plays the character named Catherine in both shows. Okay. Um, and then we also have some students who are in one show and working. We have one who's a cast member in one show designing costumes for the other. Taylor Bryn is the actor in, in both shows. Molly is an actor in one show and the props manager for both shows. Um, Laura uh, is a brand new first year student is the assistant stage manager for both shows. So we have uh, several students who are, are working on both productions. Okay. And we have a partnership with Normandale up in the Twin Cities. Yeah. Oh, fun. And and so Emma has come down here and is working on the show. And we've got that going on a couple of different times this semester. So that's really exciting as well. And yeah, it's nice to share those resources. Yeah, I was going to say, because that's a unique thing, unique to us, that we have a BA partnership mm -hmm. program with Normandale. Um, and yeah, Emma's our sound designer for mm -hmm. The Taming and is able to be here with us for tech yeah. uh, this week, this past weekend mm -hmm. and this week. That's pretty exciting. So uh, a little bit of a different way of doing everything. And uh, it really, again just showcases the fact that when you come to Southwest and you're involved in the theater department, you get involved in everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. And we Keep all you very busy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And out of trouble if you're busy. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we also, we have students of so many different majors who work on our shows. Um, I haven't done the count, but typically we have about anywhere from like five or six to like 10 different majors represented in students working on the shows. And also we have our classes, like our theater appreciation classes, uh, that part of that class is to spend 15 hours working on a production. So everything we talk about in class, they get to apply hands-on and, and see how that works in the in, in a, it's like a lab, right? right Where they yeah. get to apply those things in actually doing it. Yeah, on the show. and that's about 70 extra students that we have yeah. working on those too. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's great. 
Uh, so let's talk about sets and uh, costumes and all that good stuff and uh, how you work together for both shows and make that work. Yeah, so Nadine talked about Teta working with trying to get both shows into one space and, and service both shows in, in, in our space. And of course, typically in a rep company, you know, they're doing big shows, small shows, changing them out all the time and things like that. And we didn't want to push it that far. I mean, that's that's a lot. Um, but we want to give a flavor for it. It's like when we did the touring shows and we toured to the high school, right? They, they get an experience for it without us having to go, you know, yeah. to Iowa or something like right, that. Right. That we love Iowa. Um, <laughs> and, um, and so, but now with this one... Uh, we have a student who's very interested in costuming, and so they're actually doing the Taming of the Shrew, and I'm doing the Taming. So we're in the shop together, working on the shows together, but that's really Taylor's project. And so, um, and that's been a little bit of a, not a challenge, but it's, it's been a different way of doing things because I'm, I'm the one who does it. So I right. can talk to myself, and I can cut corners if I want to, <laughs> or I can, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm also guiding, you know, to make sure that that project comes up and, and services the show. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Well, tell us a little bit about the costumes for each one. Well, I don't know much about Taming of the Shrew okay. because um, she's got a handle on that. Okay. Um, but the Taming, um, all I will say is, as Nadine said, it's set in modern dress, but there is a um, dream sequence, shall we say, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> where the founding fathers are in the dream sequence, but they don't really look like they do, you know, in any of the posters you've ever seen from 1776. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Very good. That right there. She'd you to go, want to go and see that. Right. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, um, it's very bright. A hip and cool Abe Lincoln. I like yeah, the thought yeah, of that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, it's been really fun. And it's, it's fun to see... Um, all the different kinds of colors and combinations and things like that in the shop because they're all in the dress forms getting ready to be put together. So that's super fun. Yeah. And it's fun for the actors to wear those things, you know. Yeah. And both shows have a, uh, one of the guiding ideas we've kind of been working with is reality TV. Sure. So that kind of informs some of the choices uh, of set and costume and sound and uh, performance. So we have uh, Brady, who is a sound des sound designer and also plays Petruchio in Taming of the Shrew. And we had tech yesterday, so we got to hear all his musical underscorings inspired by, you know, how reality TV like drives oh, your yeah. emotions. Yeah. Um, so he's got some really fun stuff uh, for the show. And I think that that is one of the things that it's as a, as an educator is really fun to see those people that come in and they kind of aren't sure where they fall, what they want to do. They know acting cause they've done acting and then they start to, kind of gravitate over to, and I think Brady's a really good example of that. He worked um, in Virginia this summer. In uh, North Carolina. In North Carolina yeah. this summer, and just came back ready to go. We're full of ideas and, and got a little sense of what it's like to work in the real world, and I think it was really, really good for, it's really been good. Yeah, and right. Taylor, too, and Taylor worked too, professionally yeah. in a, in a, yeah. at the Black Hills at the Black Playhouse, Hills Playhouse yeah. uh, in the costume shop mm -hmm. this summer and mm -hmm. came back again fired go. up mm -hmm. ready to go yeah. yeah it's great on you know to get that working professional working experience while they're still students and then they grow up no <laughs> they leave us <laughs> yeah and that's you know i think southwest theater department is kind of known for that in that you're sending people out and they do come back and mm -hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. back and forth. And those relationships uh, for you guys really do endure, don't they? Mm-hmm. They yeah. do. Yeah. 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 And they keep popping up. You know, we'll get texts from alumni. Oh, I'm doing this. I got one from Morgan Benson. Oh, I'm on a film, you know, just last week. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Whitlock yeah. is coming into my class today via Zoom, you know, yeah. things like that. So super fun. Yeah. We love yeah. our alum. Yeah. We have a great relationship with our alumni, a really active um, mm-hmm. Facebook group mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they all, I love it because like I'll post a picture from an old production and they'll share all kinds of stories and <laughs> memories. It's just the best. And it's, it's not really, us. Really I mean, great. none of us yeah. were here, right? It's yeah. Just right. Us. yeah. Oh, like I've gotten fun. to know so many of them who were here like, you know, in the 70s, mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And again, we continue to just see good things come out of the theater department and we're excited for something a little different, something a little new. And that'll be happening this uh, fall. What else is planned for the rest of the year? So uh, so this fall, we also have two additional shows that we're doing. Right. Good job, Heath. Uh-huh. Um, so we have a stage reading of Woman in Black going on the 30th and 31st of October at 11 o'clock at night. Um, and that's a Halloween story. Scary. Okay. Um, and actually, the two actors in it are part of our Normandale partnership. They're coming down to do the stage reading for that. And then... In December, December 10th and 11th, we are doing a stage reading of Silent Night, which is the story of the hymn of Silent Night. Sure. And area choirs will be singing Silent Night at the end of the show. So we've got okay. a couple different things going on. And Drama Club's got stuff going on as well. And then we have two more shows that we're doing in the spring. Machinal, which is um, directed by a guest uh, mm-hmm. director. And then I'm directing the children's show of The Enchanted Bookshop. In okay. April. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, there better be a children's show because I've had yes. somebody at home yes. saying, um, are they going to do that Pinkalicious thing? No. Again? I said, no, we don't, we be try not different. to do the same play every right, yeah. year. That probably wouldn't she be would love idea. that, yeah. but yeah, that'll be good uh, for that coming up in the spring. So uh, the season for you guys uh, all year long, uh, what about the kids and their involvement? What do they say when you come in to, at the end of the year when you've kind of gone through the battles with them? Uh, what, what kind of things do you hear from students that way? Um, Well, I think uh, a common thing that we hear is, you know, we do, as we mentioned, we stay really, really busy and lots of times working on multiple things. And I think sometimes when you're in the middle of that, you think, oh, my, how am I ever going to get through Mm -hmm. this? Mm -hmm. And then when we come out on the other side, I think um, the students feel a sense of pride, I would say, in in doing that, you know, like doing that project management process, right, where it's like we start with with literally just the idea and then to see it come to mm-hmm. life literally on stage um, and to do that over and over again, to know that they can do that. I think it's a, a confidence builder to know that they can do that, even facing whatever challenges they might be facing, um, that we can can make that happen successfully mm-hmm. is a great confidence builder, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we I mean, we are we're really busy, but I also think they come out with a really great portfolio they come out with a really diverse portfolio and because the theater world is really small and so ted and nadine and i all know different people but all those networks are they just go and go and go and then we do the extra things as well nadine's taken a group to london and we go to uh, a theater festival in january all those other things on top of the shows are just, I mean, you can't walk around the theater program without learning something because it's, it's everywhere. 
Yeah, and we really do work to connect them to the wider theater world because that can sometimes be challenging when you're in a rural area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, bringing in guest directors, uh, traveling, using our per- personal connections to get the, to help them connect with potential opportunities is is a, is a, are ways that we try to connect them to a larger theater world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that uh, I think, Sheila, you were a big part of this, but you started the Friends of the Theater program a number mm-hmm. of years ago, and it's it's a way to build some support in the community for that program. Can you tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about that? Yeah, we did. We just um, I graduated from Mankato with my uh, master's degree, and they had one there, and I thought, well, we could do one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Nadine came, and she said, yeah, let's do one. <laughs> so we did. Um, and you know, it's just a way for people to know what we're doing to know that we're here. Uh, one of the first years that I was here, I was out in town and I had said that I, I taught in the theater program and they said, oh, I didn't know that you had one. I thought that's a problem. Um, and so, and we're not good about that. You know, we're not good about talking about ourselves and what we do because we're so busy doing, sure. you know, and um, and the Friends of Theater has really been good. And I think it's been good for us um, as well, obviously to get those financial benefits, but also for people to know what we do and all the different things that we do and see the pictures of the students and recognize mm-hmm. them in town and things like that. It's just a, it's a great connection. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah and that, that support, we so much appreciate our friends of the theater because it really helps us um, do some value added things for mm-hmm. our students. So um, often our guest artists that we bring in and we don't just bring in guest directors, we bring in guest artists in other areas too, to do workshops and master classes with our students and friends of the theater is our primary source of funding for that. Yeah. And we've also been able to, with our music, if we have live musicians, oftentimes we pay them out of friends as well. So we, we use it for a lot of different kinds of things. If someone's interested in becoming a friend of the theater, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, um, a couple of different ways. They can always do that on uh, the foundation website. There's a place to donate online and designate for Friends of the Theater. If you would like the fancy, lovely brochure, you can also contact our office at 507-537-7103. And Pam, our office administrator, will be happy to send you one of those. Okay, very good. So get signed up for that. Yeah, be great. And then come on out to both of the shows. Again, give us uh, dates and times for these. Yes, so these two shows run in alternating performances October 20th through the 22nd, and then October 28th through the 30th. Um, There's a combination of evening and nighttime shows. Tickets are $10. They're available at smsutickets.com. You can also find the specific times there. Uh, And also will be available at the door. Okay, very good. Well, we're certainly excited for another fun season, of course, and uh, we'll invite you back anytime to tell us more about what's going on all year long, okay? Great. That'd be great. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for coming by. And with that, Bill, we'll turn it over to you with the campus calendar for the week ahead. Busy week ahead. Uh, Going on this morning, yet we have a college fair that we're hosting. Uh, Minnesota has a circuit of college fairs where they tool around the state this fall, and there was a session last night, and there'll be down in the regional, or excuse me, the uh, RA facility from 11.30 to 1 uh, yet this afternoon. And tonight we have a visiting writer, David Trombley. He'll be having a public reading in Charter Hall 201 at 7 o'clock. Uh, coming up, oh, I didn't write down the date. I think this is Wednesday. The regional uh, area legislator uh, candidates will be on campus in the upper ballroom. That's 5.30 hosted by uh, the political science group. And then big weekend of athletics. Everybody was gone last week, so that means they're home this weekend. (laughs) So soccer, uh, Friday at 3 o'clock versus Bemidji. And then Sunday, uh, 1 o'clock versus UM Crookston. Volleyball's home again this weekend. uh, Friday night, 6 o'clock versus MSU Moorhead and Northern State. Saturday at 2 o'clock. 
a home football game on Saturday at 1 o'clock versus Winona State. And then the SMSU Pep Band is also hosting their Play Like a Mustang event. So students from our area high schools can come on out. Uh, there's a rehearsal at 10 o'clock, and then the 1 o'clock game time they can partner with the pep band. Oh, that'll be fun. That's good to get some people on campus and uh, see what it's all about. So excited for that. And, of course, you can listen to the Mustang broadcast of the football game. Noon pregame show. Ryan Rollick will have the call at 1 o'clock with a kickoff from the Schwann Regional Event Center. So be sure to be a part of that as well at Southwest Minnesota State University. Bill, thanks for coming over and bringing the guests today. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Sounds good. Thanks for having us. You bet. Bill also with us this morning, as always, on our campus update program from Southwest Minnesota State University. Also, a big thanks to uh, Nadine Purvis-Schmidt and uh, Sheila Tabaka for being with us as well, a part of the theater department, and uh, getting those shows ready to go. Again, uh, coming up here in just a week or so, so be sure to check out The Taming and The Taming of the Shrew. At smsu.edu, you can find all the information you need about that and the friends as well of the theater department at Southwest, smsu.edu. And that's our campus update. It's brought to you every Tuesday during the educational year from Southwest Minnesota State University right here on Radio 14 KMHL.